0: This is Powered by Learning, a podcast designed for learning leaders to hear the latest approaches to creating learning experiences that engage learners and achieve improved performance for individuals and organizations.
1: Powered by Learning is brought to you by DaVinci Interactive. For more than 25 years, DaVinci has provided custom learning solutions to government agencies, corporations, medical education and certification organizations, and educational content providers. We collaborate with our clients to bring order and clarity to content and technology. Learn more at davinci.com.
0: Hello, and welcome to Powered by Learning. I'm your host, Susan Court, and today I'm joined by DaVinci's CEO, Luke Kemsky, who is going to talk to our guest, Marjorie Van Roon, Senior Manager Learning and Development at Best Buy Canada, about how training can drive retail performance. Welcome, Marjorie. It's so great to talk with you again. Great. Thanks, Susan. A real pleasure to be here.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. We're really grateful to have you.
0: Marjorie, we last talked to you at TICE, the Trading Industry Conference and Expo, a few years back, and we're so excited that you're a guest with us today on Powered by Learning. i start off by telling our listeners a little bit about your role at Best Buy Canada.
2: Sure. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, my team and I, we lead the learning and development function for uh, 10,000 Best Buy employees across Canada in our stores, our head office, and our distribution centers. I'm really proud of some of the transformational work that we've been part of with helping our employees take a real, be amazing approach with our customers and helping our leaders understand the impact of leading with authenticity, with emotional intelligence, And really some of our groundbreaking work around uh, diversity, inclusion, mental wellness. My greatest sense of achievement comes, I think, from knowing that we've all had a part in helping the company be successful in their goals and making Best Buy a place where employees feel like they can be their whole selves at work and our customers get the kind of service that makes them true fans of our amazing company.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And so nice to hear that. I know that you know, we all kind of love Best Buy. to go in there and see all the exciting products that they have. And when you come in there, sometimes it's a bit overwhelming because there's so much, so much cool stuff. You know, and with that said, it can also, you know, if it's a bit intimidating, like how, does, how do your employees, how do they approach those slightly intimidated customers to help make sure that they know how to navigate the products and make good decisions?
2: Yeah, I, you know, th- thanks for first of all, for saying that it really is a cool place to shop. And, and I love going in there myself. Um, and we realize that for some of our customers, it can be a little bit intimidating. Specifically with what what's going on in the world today, we know that if the customer is making an effort to come into our stores, they really need our help. And our advisors, that's what we, we call our salespeople, um, they really need to be knowledgeable. But on top of that, they need to be able to show empathy and be really ready to recommend the best products that fit our customers' needs. When we create our sales training, we actually talk about those types of customers that come into the stores and we give them personas. So one type of customer that we have, we call them the decided customer. That's the one that comes into the store. They know exactly what they want. They're going to pick it off the shelves and go right to the cash register. They don't really need any help from from our advisors. But then we have the ones that come into the store that are undecided. So maybe they're choosing between two different laptops or something and they they need uh, some expertise from our advisors to recommend the right one for them. But then we have that third persona, the the customer that is uninformed. So they come in and they don't know what type of product that they're looking for. They don't know what's the latest and greatest things happening in the tech world or how they can get better performance out of some of the products that they're looking for. So we know those customers are gonna need a lot more time from our advisors to really get their expertise and help them really Choose that right tech for them.
1: Yeah. And I would imagine that, you know, with all the different products that you have that are constantly changing, that keeping your advisors so that they're learning about how these products are evolving, whether it's a smart TV or a tablet or an audio system, even a phone, I mean, they're all constantly evolving. So how do you keep them informed enough to be good advisors?
2: Yeah, uh, that that is definitely something that we struggle with all the time is keeping on top of the tech. So we've got a really great strategy around that though. And what I love with our, our specialists that we have is we partner really well with our buyers, first of all. So our buyers are aware of what the trends that are happening, the products that are going to be the next latest and greatest products. So if we can get early enough in that process, we can and help to deliver some great training on some of those products. But then we also partner really heavily with our vendors as well. And they provide us content that we can serve up in our LMS. And uh, that could be anything from a video, a document, a full-on e-learning. But we get a lot of the content directly from our vendors. And as well as doing e-learning, we also provide a few times a year where our vendors partner with us, and we call them uh, business leadership summits. So we have uh, select people out of the stores uh, attend a virtual summit with our vendors and uh, a few other partners as well, and and we create a uh, a learning experience for them uh, where they again get the chance to talk with our vendors about some of the some of the products that they're doing, and then we're branching into different ways to partner with our Vendors as well, uh, lots of different things. We have something called a brand expert program where our advisors, they may wear a, you know, a Google shirt or a Sony shirt or a Jabra shirt for the shift that they're in, and they're actually representing the vendors' products. A lot of stores will um, go to third-party vendors, but this one we actually get to use our own advisors pay them a little extra and they get really deep learning in that vendor's products and can just give amazing experiences to our customers then because they've, they're, they're like the experts in that product.
1: Oh, that's really great. That's really, it's really different. I hadn't experienced that yet. I'm sure I will. One of these days when I go into a Best Buy, mm-hmm. that's good. And I know um, that, you know, the, the retail experience has changed a lot in the last couple of years due to the pandemic and the, um, you've had to adapt a lot to be able to service customers in different ways besides you know having them on the retail floor itself. Can you talk a little bit about what's changed and how that's impacted you from a learning and development standpoint?
2: Yeah. Um, So yes, when the pandemic hit, uh, you know, we didn't know what to expect. And, um, you know, some of our systems had to change, some of our processes have to had to change uh, based on how we could still help our customers in the the best way. Our IT and our tech and our e-commerce teams all got together and have been able to create some amazing different processes and systems that are really help that go a lot smoother. So with every new system, with every new process, there's training involved with that as well. Everything from having uh, the health checks at the front of the store for employees as they come in to being able to help customers with queuing software so that we we can help uh, the right number of customers come into the store at a time, doing online purchases, everything. There's been a lot that has shifted. And with that came a lot of uh, training as well.
1: That's great that you've been able to adapt. I know that uh, one of your advisors or you know, almost any employee that you're trying to reach with a lot of training, it's sometimes hard to get them motivated to, to take that learning. What kinds of things do you do to motivate employees and advisors to take the training that's offered?
2: Yeah um we uh, we do a pretty good job I think with that. So first of all everyone uh at the stores is assigned a certification journey. So it's it's e-learning, it's virtual training, everything kind of all packaged together uh f- and it can range from, you know, 25 to 30 hours worth of total training that they need to do to get certified in their role. That is mandatory. So there's some basic courses that they take that are mandatory. Our store leaders do an amazing job of making sure that everybody completes all of that. And we run probably 90 to 95% completion for all of those certification journeys, which is, I know that that's, that's a really amazing stat. But there's more training out there and we are always letting um, our employees know that, hey, just because you completed your certification journey, there's new stuff that's coming up all the time and with all of the content that we get from vendors, we do incentivize that so um, with any product knowledge courses. Every time someone in the stores takes one of the product knowledge courses that we get from our vendors, they actually get entered into a draw and they um, we pull for uh, $25, $50 gift cards every month. So as long as they're up to date on their certification and uh, they take any extra uh, product knowledge courses, they're entered into a draw for that. So we have some incentivizing done that way. And again, we also partner with the vendors that we work with as well, and sometimes if they've got a new big release or they've got some training that they want to make sure people are are going through, they'll sponsor a contest as well, and um, the prizes can be even better than for the employees.
0: I, I would I would think one of the incentives too might be just the pride in being the expert in a certain yes. product. That that when you give that associate a shirt, that advisor a shirt and they feel like an extension of that brand, that probably helps their confidence and makes them want to learn more since they're being looked at as the true expert. And you're not just going to the vendors for that kind of training.
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, our our blue shirts are very Proud of the training that they've done and the knowledge that they've got around some of the products, and so yes, there's lots of different ways that that they can feel proud about what they do.
1: Talk a little bit, Marjorie, about how your store employees engage in training. Like, are they um, taking the courses from home? Are they taking? Do they come off the sales floor to go into a training room? Are they looking at their phones and taking training? What What are you doing? And what have you found is working best?
2: because of the pandemic and everything that happened about 18 months ago we definitely had to move things around and where it was okay to do training in the stores previously now it wasn't because it, it we just couldn't have people in a in a small room doing training together so we switched everything to virtual. And luckily we had done a little bit of that already, but then we just made it mandatory. (laughs) So when somebody uh, joins the company, one of our new hires, they actually stay home for their first three days and they take all of their training online. And in those three days, they've got uh, some virtual training that they do because we want them to be able to ask questions and speak to a live person and really get that sense that they're welcomed into the company mm-hmm. and, and and get that feeling of of feeling included. It's great for them to see because we've got them all the way across the country joining uh, some of these virtual trainings and uh, they're all new and so they're all saying oh hey hi from vancouver and hi from you know etobicoke and and all of these other places right so i think that's really exciting so they do three days of training from home a lot of it is around the safety training as well so that way. By the time they get into the store, they are prepared to serve our customers. They know our our culture, and uh, they're safe they They know exactly what to do to to keep each other safe and our customers safe. That's what we do for our new employees. And then uh, once they're in the store, the training continues, but it's done more one-on-one where they can be physically distanced from each other. So if a leader would be training, but we've set it up so that they can do that in the store, kind of apart from each other, we use things like customer cards that we've uh, got some laminated cards where they can practice different scenarios and that kind of thing. And again, they can be wiped clean and and uh, ready for the next person. So there's all these things that we're, uh, we're trying to do. Our business leaders, leadership summits were another thing that, that we do. Again, it's a few times a year, so they can, um, uh, they can meet that way, but it's all virtual now. Our leadership programs are all virtual, it's something that we've had to shift as well. And uh, so far, it's been going really, really well.
1: That's great. And are you able to um, measure the impact of the training that you do on the results of the store, on the results of the advisors?
2: Um, so this last 18 months has been really difficult because everything has changed right yes. so if mm-hmm. you're trying to get metrics and and measurements it's like what do you benchmark that against um you know so it, it it's it's definitely challenging but there are some things that we look at regularly just to get sentiment on on how it's going so uh, we have nps a net promoter score mm-hmm. and we added a few questions in there as well so now we know that our customers feel very safe and And we know that the training helps to support that, um, that our customers are feeling safe. With our NPS, we also track how do our customers feel about the level of knowledge that they're getting from the employees, and that also tracks very high. And that hasn't really changed over the pandemic, so that we know whatever we're doing is still working. Other things that we look at, definitely as we partner with our vendors um, to provide us with training, they do their own metrics on the back end to see if they're getting a return on investment. And we know because they're asking us for more and more and more that they are getting that return on investment. And. They, uh, they love the opportunities to be able to get in front of our advisors. Um, and then uh, we just launched a new um, employee engagement tool as well. So we, again, we're collecting sentiment from our employees and our leaders, and they're letting us know that the, again, the training is has been really great for them.
1: That's excellent. Yeah. That's, you can definitely see from the different perspectives that you get, you're doing the measurement that you're having an impact for sure. I know that, um, you mentioned in your introduction when you talked about your role, you mentioned diversity and inclusion. What kinds of things are you doing to make sure that your learning programs both support those initiatives and have that right feel uh, for the diverse store employees that you have and all employees that you have?
2: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things and in, and in, uh, what we're doing around diversity and inclusion. I'm super proud of. Um, and, and at the same time, we're having to be extremely flexible as we find things are coming up from the stores and from our office and everywhere else, things that are are becoming a challenge for employees and, and have done over the last 18 months or so. We want to be able to build training that helps to support them feeling included. There was a, a lot of bad stuff that happened over the last year or so you know, around Asian hate, Black Lives Matter, that kind of thing. And our employees needed to know that we support them in those in those areas and we have so we've created training on how to deal with some of the things that they may have to face. And I never thought that we'd have to create training on that. And so, you know, again, that feels good that we're supporting our employees at the same time as feeling like, wow, you know, I wish we didn't have to. So uh, we're doing a lot around that. But then even as we create training as well, we're making sure that our images, our scenarios, everything we, we use is around diversity and inclusion and making people feel like they belong. So we purposely pick images and scenarios and things that help people to go, hey, that represents me as well.
1: Mm -hmm. That's excellent. Good. So um, when you think about some of the the trends that are happening and some of the things that you're thinking about farther ahead, if we were going to do a podcast in a couple of years, um, what do you think we would be talking about in terms of what's different at Best Buy from a training standpoint? what What kinds of initiatives would you expect to be evolving over the next couple of years?
2: One thing about our company is we're really innovative and it's encouraged. And uh, we've definitely seen that again over the last eighteen months with everybody chipping in ideas and and us, us being able to to be extremely flexible as a company, we're getting better and better at using data uh, to improve the business and to improve our customer experience and improve our employee experience. Because we have incredibly innovative people that are continually designing new and better systems and processes, our l teams are going to need to support those uh, systems and processes as well but then we also get the opportunity to look at tech and see you know how can we use that to improve what we do in LD and Uh, so I'm really proud of our team and the agility that we've shown over the last couple of years, and we're in a really fortunate position where we are in really high demand uh, for all areas of the business, and we'd like to be able to support them all and support them better, and in order to do that, we need to find some tools that can help us be better, faster, stronger, and be able to, to support everyone that needs our help.
1: That's really excellent. I mean, you you think about it, retail is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. um, And then with technology constantly changing and all the products that you sell constantly changing, training will be always probably way more demand than you're able to handle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like uh, the training you do, Marjorie, is just as innovative as the products you sell. And I think that 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 says a lot for Best Buy Canada, that you're you're able to be so responsive and so supportive. And I'm sure that comes across to all the customers who come through your doors or come to your website. So great job. Thank you. Thank you.
1: And thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you. Good to talk to you, Marjorie. Great to talk to you as well. Bye-bye. Luke, what a great conversation with Marjorie. Their commitment to training is certainly providing great results for their associates and, and ultimately their customers too.
1: Yeah, they really are impressive, and, and we have some good takeaways, I think. First, we talked about how they train their advisors in the stores and train them how to help customers and how those advisors can use customer personas to adapt their approach. Of course, this requires training to be able to identify the persona, and she talked about different personas like a decided customer who knows exactly what they want. A customer who's done their research and wants to be able to compare a few products and get a recommendation from the advisor. And then there's the uninformed customer who will need a lot more guidance from the advisor in order to make a decision and make a purchase. So then we talked about how the advisors acquire the product knowledge they need. They take a lot of courses that are provided by the vendors who supply the products. Beyond those courses, they also have a business leadership summit, which is kind of like a virtual trade show where the store advisors can learn from and interact with brand and product experts from Best Buy's vendor partners. And Marjorie then talked about how they motivate employees to take the training. She said each associate has a defined certification journey that involves 25 to 30 hours of training. And their store managers do a great job of making sure that each employee completes that journey. They also have contests and prizes that help inspire and motivate employees to gauge in learning experiences that they offer, even beyond the certification. She also talked about how they measure performance and training impact. They're using the net promoter score, as well as really looking at customer feedback related to the product knowledge of their advisors and the experience their advisors provide. Of course, she spoke about the COVID-19 pandemic and how that's added new training for the systems and processes that they've had to implement. And also how much more of their training is now being done virtual rather than gathering associates together in a training room in the store. Lastly, we talked about how the changing worlds of retail, e-commerce, and technology are requiring Best Buy to change and how that will continue to impact learning and development. And how she anticipates integrating more data and more technology into everything they do.
0: Yeah, they're going to keep being innovative, just like the products they sell. So it's definitely interesting to, uh, to see all that they've done and all that they will do at Best Buy in Canada. Sounds good. Thanks, Luke. And many thanks to Marjorie Van Roon of Best Buy Canada for joining us today. If you have any questions about what we talked about, you can reach out to us on DaVinci's social channels through our website, davinci.com, or by emailing us at poweredbylearning at daVinci.com.
1: Powered by Learning is brought to you by DaVinci Interactive. For more than 25 years, DaVinci has provided custom learning solutions to government agencies, corporations, medical education and certification organizations, and educational content providers. We collaborate with our clients to bring order and clarity to content and technology. Learn more at DaVinci.com.